Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of Marathon Petroleum Corporation, ticker symbol MPC. So we're looking at Marathon Petroleum today as a subscriber request. Currently, Marathon Petroleum is trading for $121.93 per share. Over the past year, their stock price is up nearly 67%. So we're trying to figure out today, what are we missing? What could the market have possibly discovered about this business this year that's led to this type of performance? Over the last five years, Marathon Petroleum is also up 66%. They're compounding at a rate of 10.5% annually, and the business is up more than six times from its March of 2020 COVID-19 pandemic lows. Over 10 years, Marathon Petroleum is compounding at a rate of 13% annually, and going back over the past 12 years, Marathon Petroleum is compounding at a rate of 16.5% annually. Keep in mind that they paid out a dividend throughout this period. So their average dividend payout over this time frame would be in addition to this compounded annual return. And currently the business is paying out about a 2% dividend yield, which is slightly higher than the yield of that of an S&P 500 ETF. So Marathon Petroleum is just down $6 from their 52-week high. They're up more than 65% from their 52-week low. A little under 3% of their shares outstanding are currently sold short. And Marathon Petroleum is a very large business. They have a $57 billion market cap. So for additional background about the business, Marathon Petroleum is an independent refiner with 13 refineries in the mid-continent, west coast, and gulf coast of the United States with total throughput capacity of 2.9 million barrels per day. Its Dixon, North Dakota facility produces 184 million gallons a year of renewable diesel. Its Martinez, California facility will have the ability to produce 730 million gallons a year of renewable diesel once converted. And the firm also owns and operates midstream assets primarily through its listed master limited partnership, MPLX. As of the end of 2021, the company operated 7,159 brand jobber outlets in 37 states, the District of Columbia, and Mexico through independent entrepreneurs. Marathon Petroleum Corporation was founded in 1887 and is headquartered in Finlay, Ohio. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the select six analysis, taking a checklist style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Marathon Petroleum based off their business fundamentals. This analysis is still a work in progress and it's an evolving process, so it will continue to improve and get better over time. It also serves as an opportunity to learn in public. And so with that said, let's get right into today's analysis. So starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. And there are two key reasons for this. The first is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. And the second is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns. And these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. So by asking for a benchmark of 14% or higher, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. Marathon Petroleum as an oil and diesel refiner operates in a cyclical industry, so their returns on capital are going to fluctuate with those commodity pricing. As we can see here by their returns on capital, when the price of oil went negative in 2020, Marathon Petroleum's return on capital also suffered, and they had negative returns on capital in 2020. Since then, as the price of oil has rebounded, their returns on capital have rebounded quite strongly as well. 
even though they produced just about 5.5% returns on capital in 2021, over their last 12 months, Marathon Petroleum has produced more than 25% returns on capital, which is far outpacing any of their previous five fiscal years. However, over their last five fiscal years, Marathon Petroleum has only produced about 5% average returns on capital, so that's coming in slightly below that of a typical business, and that's less than half of that 14% benchmark we're ideally looking for. So this is an X to start things off here on metric number one. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high-level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. This metric is going to be all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are going to be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. We'll also be including their last 12 months worth of numbers in our calculations here. So over this time, Marathon Petroleum has nearly doubled their revenues. Their earnings, even though they were very negative in 2020, are up nearly three and a half times over this period. In 2020, the company had a huge impairment of goodwill, and they also had more than a billion dollar asset write down. And then in 2021, the company earned more than $8 billion from earnings from discontinued operations. Probably the most important factor here, though, is that their free cash flows are up nearly three and a half times as the price of oil has gone higher over this period. So this is really important because free cash flow is the lifeblood of any business and a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day discounted back by some reasonable interest rate is what that business is going to be worth. So a business can use its free cash flows to reinvest back into the business, make acquisitions, pay dividends, buy back shares, or pay down debt. Great to see that Marathon Petroleum has had such strong growth across the board here. It's even better to see that their free cash flows have really led the charge and that they've rebounded from having negative free cash flows in 2020 to they are very strongly positive in 2021 and over the last 12 months as well. So this is our first check of the day here coming in on metric number two. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at Marathon Petroleum on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. Again, we learned that their earnings are up over this period by nearly three and a half times and that 2020 was difficult for the business because they took a huge impairment of goodwill and they also had an asset write down. Over their last 12 months though, the company has earned more than $21.75 per share. Their earnings per share are up on the back of this strong earnings growth. So this is a check on metric number three. At the same time, however, the company has issued about 7% additional shares outstanding. So they have diluted existing shareholders over this time frame. This is potentially a poor sign for the business. And this is important because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in the underlying business. So when a business issues new shares and dilutes existing shareholders, they're ultimately decreasing the percentage of the business's profits that you're going to be entitled to. Even though their profits are up over this period, if you've been a long-term shareholder in the business, your percentage of those profits is slightly down by about 7%. Even still though, again, this is a check on metric number three, and we have two checks and only one X through our first three metrics. Then metric number four is going to be very similar. So here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the past five years. Again, with their strong free cash flows really leading the charge for their growth across the board here, that far outpaces how they've diluted existing shareholders throughout this period. And over their last 12 months, Marathon Petroleum is earning more than $24 in free cash flows per share. This is a strong check here on metric number four, and it's our third check of the day. Next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing leverage. So we don't want to be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are going to be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. We want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments to be below the amount of free cash flow that they produced over the past five years. So Marathon Petroleum added on quite a bit of debt, pretty much from 2017 all the way up until 2020. 
Since 2020, the company has been aggressively paying down this debt. They ended fiscal 2021 with $16 billion worth of net debt, and right now they have about $16.8 billion worth of net debt. However, over these last five years, the company on net has only produced about $14 billion worth of free cash flow. That's about $2.8 billion below what their net debt position is right now. So on a historical basis of their free cash flows, based off how they've been able to generate these free cash flows over these last five years, this is an X on metric number five. However, their net debt position may not be as much of a potential concern as it would be for some other businesses because over their last 12 months, Marathon Petroleum has produced $13.5 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that they'd be able to pay off all of their net debt with just about a year and a quarter's worth of their free cash flows. And so if their higher free cash flows are anything that's going to be more normative for the business going forward, then it looks like they'd be very easily able to support this debt load. Although keep in mind though, again, as an oil and diesel refiner, that this business is going to be somewhat cyclical in nature. And it could be potentially more ideal for long-term shareholders in the business if they would have prioritized paying down even more of this debt. However, it's really just going to depend on how this debt is structured, when it matures, and what rates it's at to understand what's been their most attractive use of their capital over this period. Even though they've had really high recent free cash flows, this again is still an X on metric number five. So far through our first five metrics, we have three checks and two Xs for Marathon Petroleum. Then our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will potentially give us a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury, and it'll potentially give us a reasonable starting point for a valuation of Marathon Petroleum. So we're using their total enterprise value here because it takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position. And it's going to give us a perspective of the economic reality of the business that's more similar to as if Marathon Petroleum were a private company. So right now they have an $81 billion total enterprise value. And we learned that over the past five years, Marathon Petroleum has produced $14 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that the company produces about $2.8 billion worth of free cash flow in an average year. So when we divide their $2.8 billion of their average free cash flow by their $81 billion total enterprise value, that gives us just about a 3.5% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business. So that's just slightly below the yield of the 10-year treasury, but that is below that 5% benchmark we're ideally looking for. So this is an X here on metric number six. However, again, as we learned in our previous metric, worth being aware of, they produced $13.5 billion worth of free cash flow over their last 12 months, meaning that their current free cash flow to enterprise value yield is significantly above what their average is at right now. So when we divide their $13.5 billion of their last 12 months of free cash flow by their $81 billion total enterprise value, that gives us about a 17% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. So that would be well above that 5% risk premium that we're ideally looking looking for. So because this is so high compared to their average yield, it does mean that the business may be potentially interesting to look at and that the underlying economic reality for the company on a more normal basis going forward for their free cash flows may lie somewhere between these two. So even though this is an X, we're somewhat mixed here on metric number six, but it does look like Marathon Petroleum could be an interesting business to dig in and learn more about. Keep in mind too that this is just one of our six metrics and this analysis is meant to be taken in holistically. While these metrics are simple, when they're combined together, they can be very powerful and we've still got some interesting stuff to learn about Marathon Petroleum. Then as a bonus here, we're looking at Marathon Petroleum's dividend profile. So right now, Marathon Petroleum is paying out just above a 2% dividend yield. However, people make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividends. So it's important to stop and look at the underlying fundamentals of a business to determine whether or not that company is able to comfortably support their dividend with their free cash flows or their earnings, depending on the type of business. So for Marathon Petroleum, we want their dividends to be supported by their free cash flows. And that's been the case in four of these past five years. The company had negative free cash flow 
Bowes in 2020, and that was the only year that they did not support their dividends. So it likely would have been a better use of their capital to cut their dividends over this period. However, there are a number of reasons why that potentially is difficult for a large dividend paying business. Thankfully, though, as the business has strongly rebounded over their last 12 months, again, they produced more than $24 per share worth of free cash flow, and they've only paid out about $2.50 worth of free cash flows over that time. So the business's current free cash flows are well more than enough able to support their dividend payouts. And it looks like they've had a pretty comfortable dividend payout ratio for the majority of these years with the exclusion of 2020. So it seems likely that the company will keep paying down their debt going forward and that they'll likely keep paying dividends to share shareholders as well. Then everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Marathon Petroleum, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for their business. So a discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs are going to be sensitive to its inputs. So here we're starting with an average of their free cash flows over their last five years. Then we're using historical growth assumptions based off how the business has grown their free cash flows dating back to 2008 to project these out into the future to give us a baseline projected estimate for how Marathon Petroleum is likely to grow these free cash flows out over the next 20 years. So assuming a growth stage over the next 10 years where they grow their average free cash flows at a rate of 5% annually, then assuming a terminal stage for the 10 years out after that where they grow their average free cash flows at a rate of 4% annually, if we add in the company's tangible book value per share today, and we were ideally seeking a 15% rate of return from Marathon Petroleum, then it looks like a fair value for the business is right around $115.5 per share. So that's just $6 below what their current stock price is at. So we're using this 15% discount rate because this is typically what Warren Buffett is looking for for his investments. Depending on the strength and the overall moat of a business, he's ideally looking to get a significant margin of safety based off this 15% rate of return as well. So that doesn't look like that's necessarily being offered here by Marathon Petroleum at these current valuations. But again, the company is nearing its 52-week high, and so it likely offered some of this margin of safety when it was coming in at lower prices earlier this year. So please keep in mind that there are some caveats to this though. One is that this 15% rate of return would be including their 2% dividend yield, so we would not be doubly counting their dividends. And then two, because they operate in a somewhat cyclical business as an oil and diesel refiner, Marathon Petroleum's free cash flows may not be as predictable as some other businesses' free cash flows, and so there are reasons why this type of analysis may not be accurate going forward into the future. So it's worth being mindful of the fact that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. In just a minute, we'll talk about our summary for Marathon Petroleum, but we have to address something first. What are some of the qualitative aspects of this business, especially those around the key points for a potential long or potential short thesis for Marathon Petroleum? So starting with some of the key points around a potential long thesis for the business, number one, European natural gas prices are likely to remain structurally higher, underpinning higher mid-cycle Atlantic Basin refining margins, benefiting U.S. refiners like Marathon. Number two, closure of lower quality refineries and investment in renewable diesel leaves Marathon in a better competitive position over the long run. And number three, high complexity facilities in the mid-continent and Gulf Coast leave Marathon well positioned to capitalize on a variety of discount crude streams and endowing it with a feedstock cost advantage. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis of the company, number one, renewable diesel projects diversify away from hydrocarbons but lack a source of low-cost feedstock and thus hold no competitive advantage while growth relies on government support. 
Number two, MPLX growth relies heavily on investment in gathering and processing assets, which depends on continued drilling and thus increases its commodity price exposure relative to other refiner MLPs. Then number three, the acquisition of Endeavor added to refineries on the West Coast to Marathon's portfolio, where costs are higher, crude cost advantage is minimal, and long-term demand is more threatened by EVs. So hopefully that offers a potentially balanced perspective around some of the key points for a potential long or a potential short thesis of the company. Now it's time for our wrap-up. So in summary, Marathon Petroleum checks the box on three out of six of our metrics. Even though they're earning 25% returns on capital over their last 12 months, averaged out they're earning just about 5% returns on capital. They've grown their revenues, earnings, and free cash flow significantly over the past five years. And even though they've diluted existing shareholders by about 7% over this time, that strong growth across the board is outpacing that. So they're growing on a per share basis as well. Then while it looks like the business's current free cash flows easily support their debt load, based off their historical free cash flows, they're actually not supporting their debt load. So it depends on where the business's free cash flows are likely to be at in the future to determine whether this debt load is really supported or not. That was a similar story when we looked at their free cash flows to their enterprise value and compare that to the yield of the 10-year treasury. Their historical average free cash flows are not giving us that potentially attractive risk premium in comparison to the yield of the 10-year treasury, but their current free cash flows look like they would be. Then looking at their dividend profile, they're paying out a slightly above average dividend yield, and they were able to comfortably support this dividend in four of the five past fiscal years. They also very easily supported it over their last 12 months off of very high free cash flows that have far outpaced how the company has performed in its past. The company did not support its dividends in 2020, however, and they continued paying out dividends there. So that could be one potential red flag as a potential concern when it comes to their capital allocation. Then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Marathon Petroleum. If you've done the work and you believe that those historical growth assumptions are going to be accurate and applicable for the business going forward, and you were ideally seeking a 15% rate of return, then it looks like the business is just situated about $10 above what a reasonable fair value for the company would be with that rate of return, and that the business's stock price is just slightly over that right now. Again, because of the cyclicality of their business, there are reasons why this might not be potentially accurate going forward into the future. As their free cash flows are less predictable than for some other types of businesses, then it's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. This analysis instead serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about Marathon Petroleum. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can tailor your reading experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make research easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 100 
119 bucks. That's just 33 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but if you use my link, it's 50% off. So check it out if you're interested. So as a value investor, you're ultimately trying to conduct this research as if you're going to own 100% of a business and you can truly understand the ins and outs of that company and understand what's important and what's not important for the company going forward. So through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of Marathon Petroleum, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonably appropriate intrinsic value for the company will be. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Marathon Petroleum Corporation, ticker symbol MPC. Again, we looked at the business as a subscriber request today, so I'm happy to make an analysis of the company. And if you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Marathon Petroleum with me, and have a great day.